When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. Today I've got a very, very special episode, one that I actually want to kick off the new year with. So if you are new to the channel, if you are new to the podcast or listening to any of my content before, I want to give you the warmest, warmest welcome I could possibly give you. And to all the people that have been listening to me for the past almost year, uh, I think it's more around eight months now almost a year. We're going to get to a year very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for telling your friends and colleagues about the channel and all the content we provide here. So I want to welcome everyone to 2019 and let's make 2019 a better year than 2018. Now the content of this video, the reason why I'm making this video is for all of the listeners who have been listening and are trying to break into the clinical research industry. And I want to make this video specifically for some of the things that might happen in 2019, in 2019, where that market might be a little bit different than 2018. So kind of forecasting ahead, I want to give you guys some tips and tricks to make sure that you can break into the clinical research industry in 2019 for those that were not able to do it in 2018. So first thing I want to talk about before we get into the main content here is we've got a resume review program. If you're interested in that, email me eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. I can explain all of the offerings for you there. But basically what's going to happen is you're going to send me your resume. We're going to talk a little bit about what you're looking for, what kind of positions you're looking for. And I'm going to hand customize your resume to bring out the best of your experience and really translate it into clinical research terms. I'm going to let the recruiter know that, hey, I may not have exact clinical research experience, but I have translatable experience into the clinical research field. That's one of the things we're going to do. And then we're also going to break down in your resume, your strengths and your weaknesses, and we're going to improve your strengths, minimize your weaknesses, and then wrap it all up by giving you some interview tips, some things on your resume that are unique from other resumes I've seen. Because now I've done dozens of resume reviews at this point. I know where the strengths of the community lie. I know where the weaknesses of the community lie. And I'm going to incorporate that into the new resumes that I've been getting uh, this week and, of course, into 2019. So stay tuned for that. With each passing week, the Resume Review program gets better and better and better. So thank you guys for those that have submitted their resumes thus far, those that have believed in me thus far. Thank you very much. You are helping the ones that come after you also. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the, content, the context of this video. The first thing that you want to keep in mind when you're trying to get into clinical research in 2019 is that there may be a recession. And I'm going to talk about a little bit what this means. So basically in 2018, towards the end of 2018, the market was extremely volatile. Christmas Eve had the worst day of, stock, of trading stocks in the history of America. 
the worst day. Stocks were literally, uh, you know, I think the Dow was down like 500 points almost. But anyway, the market was down. So obviously the market is not doing as well as it was throughout 2018, throughout 2017. And that can be problematic because when the markets aren't doing well, companies tend to freak out. They tend to put hiring on hold. They tend to limit new projects. They tend to just focus on core business. They tend to get scared and conservative, which can be not very good for people that are looking to get into the industry. And it can be difficult to get into an industry during a recession, especially if there's going to be layoffs. They're not going to be looking to hire new people if they're planning on laying off people. So that's something you want to think about. The recession in 2019. And this just basically tells you don't be discouraged if you get rejected. You've just got to hold on tight. Uh, Hiring does eventually pick up in the middle of a recession. But there's also good news with this. And I've been doing a little bit of digging, a little bit of research, been asking some colleagues of mine over the past few months because I think a recession is coming in 2019 or 2020. I don't know exactly when. No one can predict exactly when. We just know it's coming. But I asked some of my colleagues that were in the industry back in 2008 when the last recession hit. And a lot, most of them said that, you know, the recession didn't really do much to the pharmaceutical industry, which is good news to hear. Um, there weren't that there weren't any layoffs that I heard. Um, they basically just said they didn't get bonuses that year, but they all had jobs. Uh, the, the work was still coming in, which was good. But that could also mean hiring could cease. It could be slow, even slower than it is now. So you just got to keep that in mind and be extremely patient when it comes to that. So hopefully those people that are looking to get in in 2019 are able to get in before the actual recession hits. But it is looking like, as of right now, the recording of this video, December 2018, uh, the end of December actually, it is looking like uh, the markets are starting to take a dip. So you wanna keep that in mind and just exercise as much patience as possible. Another thing you want to think about when it comes to job applica- the job application process is do not leave your job until you have another job offer. A lot of people you know, will leave their job, take some time off, and then start applying to clinical research, or maybe they you know, just had a baby and starting to come back for clinical research or they want to change fields, or whatever the reason may be. But during a recession, you do not want to uh, go, go without a job and try to get into clinical research because it could take it's going to take months already to get in. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but it may take even longer during a recession. So that's one thing you want to keep in mind. Also, have an emergency fund, guys. Um, that's some, this good practice to always have, but especially when you're trying to take a, a big jump and go into the clinical research field because you, you just never know what it's going to be like. Um, and then... You know, companies companies tend to budget a little bit tighter. They're not going to pay as well, typically, when a recession is there. They don't know what the next week may hold. Stock price could go way down. Um, you know, a bunch of clients could cease doing business, could go out of business. So everything, people start getting really, really conservative. So you just want to keep that in mind during a recession. So the next thing you want to think about when getting into clinical research in 2019 is apply even more aggressively apply even more aggressively than you did in 2018 so typically what I talk about on this channel is the 200 club 
Also, other people in the YouTube community talk about this number. This is the magic number that I believe is the number of jobs you need to apply to in order to get your first job in clinical research. So you need to hit this number for sure during a recession, during 2019. Make sure you hit your 200 jobs and I think good things will happen. So always, as always, you want to check out Indeed.com. That's one of my favorite websites. You want to check out LinkedIn. A lot of times recruiters just post, hey, I've got a job opening or, you know, hey, I've got a job opening. Is anyone interested or do you know anyone interested? So that's why you want to be on LinkedIn. Uh, Glassdoor also has job postings. Monster.com also has job postings. If you're looking to get in in 2019, you've got to be more aggressive than you were in 2018. So if you only used Indeed before, use LinkedIn and Glassdoor and Monster in 2019 as well as LinkedIn, as well as Indeed. And then also, you want to go to each individual CRO's or pharma company's website. Sometimes those don't always populate on Indeed and Monster and the other job search crawlers. You've got to make sure that you're doing everything you can. So you step up your game, be even more aggressive in 2019. So, you know, it sounds simple, guys. Just apply, 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 and you're not getting any traction. But these are the tried and true tactics. A lot of times when people email me asking for advice, you know, I, I, it might tweak a couple things about their application style, but at the end of the day, you've got to apply quantity, and of course you want to back it up with a quality resume. That's why I started offering the resume review program. If you are unsure about your resume, if you've applied to 100 jobs and haven't gotten any feedback, like not even a call from a recruiter or something, then at that point you need to start thinking about maybe it's your resume. Maybe it's just not good. Or if you're landing landing interviews, phone interviews with recruiters, and it's not translating into real interviews with a hiring manager, maybe there's a problem. Maybe your interviewing skills aren't that great. So that's why I also started the uh, interview preparation program. Um, this, this is a newer program, and actually one of the packages on my resume interview program comes with free interview prep. So if you want one of those, a comprehensive package, I've got that also. You can email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for more information there. But this is one of those things you got to gauge. I mean, it's a lot of, most people aren't applying to enough jobs. But for those select few that are applying to a lot, 80, 90, 100, and you have gotten no feedback, uh, just rejection after rejection, maybe it's your resume and email ECRG to help. And then the third thing I want to talk about in 2019 that I always say, but it's going to be even more important in 2019 because of the factors I've laid out previously, is being patient. Guys, you got to be patient. You know, it's you're not going to be able to apply to 200 jobs in one day, right? That's a lot of jobs. That's going to take days, weeks, months to, to apply to that many, probably more on the weeks side. But it's going to take patience. You've got to apply. I, I probably estimate it's going to take about three months to four months for the average person to finally break in. Just just because that's how competitive it is. Half those jobs out there, you, you never had a chance. They had an internal candidate. They just had to put it on the website just, just for show. But you never had a chance. But you won't know which ones those are unless you apply. So that's why I say apply to 200. Because realistically, you only probably had a chance for... 30 of them, 50 of them, 
Um, that's, but you don't know which ones those are. That's why you got to keep applying, keep being as aggressive as possible. And be patient. It's going to take some time. You're not going to break in on the first try. Sometimes people do get lucky, though. Happened to one of my friends, actually. Um, he, he'd been applying, you know, kind of intermittently uh, every other week or so. Not really seriously, but ended up applying to one job, not really taking it seriously. Ended up getting in. So, um, and that's that. I mean, you just don't know. Sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's timing. There are a whole bunch of factors that go in. But I promise you this, if you apply aggressively, as aggressive as possible, and you give yourself ample time, patience, you will get into the clinical research field eventually. Um, so those are my tips for 2019. I've got those three tips for you. Um, they may sound simple, and but they work. I promise you, they work. So apply aggressively, be patient, and just... Know, know that a recession might be coming. A recession might be right around the corner. So let that alter your your approach. All right, guys, that's it. Hope Wish you luck this year in 2019 getting into the field of clinical research. If you have any more questions, email me below, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com, or you can comment down below uh, for those that are listening on YouTube. All right, guys, take care.